Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And I'm AJ Casada. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. Welcome, agency owners, to another episode of How to Scale Agency. I'm your host, AJ Casada, co-founder of Revenue Boost, and I'm here with Mikhail Koziol. We spoke last time about the stages of growth and the 27 power activities, how to scale your agency, what to focus on at each stage. If anyone missed that, like go back and watch that. If you're in the Facebook group, just comment and we can tag you in it. If you're on the podcast, it's you know a couple weeks back. But that was extremely awesome, and I'm so excited for another uh, episode today, a training where you're going to teach the leaky bucket offer strategy which I know has people curious because they're like, leaky bucket, what's that mean? Definitely excited to dive in and just to do a quick intro for anyone who's hearing you for the first time, just give a quick background on, you know, I've been in this space since 2014, worked with hundreds and hundreds of agency owners, consultants, coaches, and, and you know, anyone else who's doing a business online. I've uh, had three marketing agencies myself. I scaled them, I uh, exited them, and then I started helping other people to, you know, how to grow their business. That has been a lot of fun for me. And this, what I'm, what I'm talking about today, the leaky bucket kind of strategy and how to plug it actually <laughs> and fix it is one of the reasons why I am where I am and uh, why I kind of exited the, the marketing agency space because I found super, you know, a, a, lot of, a lot of passion doing this. And so a lot of quick hangers this, what is the leaky bucket doing this? How does that work? Why did he exit? Uh, so we're going to talk about this today. Yeah, very excited to show you guys because I think, you know, a lot of people who are experiencing the leaky bucket, and I know most of those who are running marketing agencies, for example, are experiences, experiencing this, will will be happy to listen, uh, tune in and, and see how you can make more money, how you can make a lot of money on this by fixing a few things in your business. So yeah, let's do it. I have some slides here for those of you who, who are uh, on the podcast, I'll try to kind of, you know, describe what's happening here. but. The biggest problem is is the you know like I said the, the leaky bucket. Now the usual path to um, selling your stuff is that you usually we usually buy traffic, right? You know we have cold outreach, we have all those things, cold outreach through email, and LinkedIn, and other other sources. That also requires a little bit of setup on the front end. But a lot of you guys are spending money to get traffic, right? So you send the traffic through the funnel, right? Those of you of you who are watching this on, on Facebook and on the video, you guys can see it in my my attempts to kind of show this on the, on, on the graph. So we have, we pay for the traffic, we get people through the funnel. Some of those, you know, some of that audience, some of that, those people who we target are a good fit for, for us, right? So if they're a good fit, they're gonna end up being our clients, right? So this is this bit right here. But a lot of those will be lost. And they will be lost, not because you're doing something wrong, they're lost because there's just, they, they're not a fit for you to work with you. Some of them will just be tire kickers. That's pretty normal. But a lot of them will tell you, hey, man, this is a great offer. I need exactly that, but I don't have the money, right? And this is a problem where you pump a lot of money or a lot of time, a lot of resources and assets into getting the traffic uh, through your funnel. You end up getting on lots of calls with them, great, but you only close 10, 15, 30% of those people. So that means you're leaving 60, 70 or more percent of those leads on the table and they you know, just because they are not a good fit for to work with you. What's happening here is that we essentially do not have the product market fit. And the product market fit is a situation for those who, who don't know is a, is a pretty interesting concept, but it's a situation where 
when you have a product market fit, that means you have a product, you have an audience that wants to buy the product, or you have a product that fixes a problem. You have an audience that has a problem. And then you have an audience that is willing to pay you to fix that problem, right? So when you have the intersection of the three, then that means you have the product market fit. Again, audience has a problem, your product fixes that problem, and your audience wants to fix that problem in exchange for the money, right? Because if they are not willing to fix that problem, then you cannot really force them, right? You know, when I give this example, I always think about my dad, who's a little bit, you know, I was gonna say a little shape. And like that, you should go to the gym. It's like, no, I'm fine the way I am. So, you know, he has a problem, he knows he has a problem, but he doesn't want to fix that problem. So no matter what I do, no matter what I say, he's not gonna go to the gym. I will not be able to sell my membership, you know, to the gym. It's just pointless, right? So yeah. we have to work with people who are willing to fix that problem. At the same time, we have to work with people who are willing to save to, to fix that problem and will have the money to fix that problem because that's how you make the money, right? You fix the problem in exchange for money. That's how you make money. That's how they fix the problem, right? So when we sell, send people through the through uh, uh, the funnel. Some of them are a fit, some of them are missing that one bit, which is the, they don't have the cash, they don't have the money to pay for your product, which means we don't have a product market fit, right? So we're looking at 60, 70% of flows leads at this point, right? Even more, sometimes, you know, if you, if your close rate is 10, 10, 15% from call to, to close, then that means, you know, you're losing even more, right? So how do we fix that in just kind of in a, in a nutshell? We need to find a different product market fit for those 60, 70% of leads that we're losing. And you guys are like, oh yeah, but I'm in the business of you know selling Facebook advertising, whatever. I don't want to sell them anything else. But you still sell, you can still sell them say the same thing. It's just in a different way. And and I'll explain to you in just a second what we do. Now, going back a little bit to scaling one on one. I mean, when I say one on one, I mean not necessarily. Like, yeah, was that like like done for you as well, right? So like if you're offering done for you services, you're kind of looking at that as one to one, right? Correct, exactly. So anything, anything, it doesn't mean you do it yourself. It just means you work one-on-one with your client. You have a project and, a, you know, kind of custom project with a client, right? So you do branding, you do design, you do, you know, Facebook advertising, Google advertising, that's what, with that one client, right? Now the problem with scaling one-on-one is that you, every time you get more clients, let's say you allow 10 new clients, what it means you have to hire more people to, to help you with, you know, working on those accounts, right? You have workout management, that's pretty obvious, right? You have, and then when you hire those, you know, more people to do delivery, more people to do account management, you know, all those things, you basically build a bigger operation where, you know, you lower your profit margins from, I'd say, 30 to 15%, right? So that is a big problem. Whenever we scale our agencies, we do build those, those big, I call them monsters who are hungry for assets and hungry for resources. Because you have to hire more people to deliver, you have to hire more account managers, and you have to spend more money on doing those, and then you have to manage those people, and then, you know, Managing 30, 50 people is, is not fun. <laughs> not funny. You know, it's, it's not cheap either. Yeah. It's not, it, fun it's not <laughs> exactly. So, you know, some of you guys, you, you guys want more money. You obviously want to work less, less stress, more efficient business. You know, you want to have the return on time spent. I know I've, I've talked to so many of you. A lot of you tell me like, Hey man, you're like, I'm spending so much time. I don't see the return on that, right? I put this so much effort into my business, right? You guys want to have, to have uh, high profit margins and, and have more time you know, spending the money that you're making, right? So, and, and some of you want you know, one piece of that, some of you want it all, just like me, I want it all, I want it all. <laughs> so, so what happens is that, you know, a lot of you guys, when you see that problem, you stop, you try to sell more, right? You try to sell more. When you try to sell more, what happens? Let's kind of zoom in here. Is that zooming? Is that zooming? Never mind. 
when you try to sell more, you actually pump more traffic through the same funnel that is leaking in the same way. The more traffic you sell, the more money you leave on the table. And then very often what happens, a lot of you will make a mistake of lowering the prices because you're like, oh, you know, people are not buying any lower prices. But when you lower your prices, we know what happens. Like you reset your clients, you don't deliver, you know, the same results because you're like, oh, they only pay me, you know, 500 bucks instead of 5,000. Why would they care? All those things happen in your head, right? So lowering prices is very rarely an answer, a good answer. So if anything, you should actually increase your and it kills it kills the profit because you know what what I find interesting is let's say you're charging three k a month and then you decide to lower it to twenty five hundred dollars a month. That's like what like roughly like a 18 percent decrease in price. Then that's actually a much bigger decrease in profit. That could be cutting your profit in half, right? Because that's yep. like heat on the crop, right? So yeah, lo- lowering prices is like just the worst thing you can do. You either keep it the same or make it higher, right? So I, I totally agree exactly. that. It's a really big pain point, I know. Yeah, a lot of you guys will also complicate the business because you're like, oh, well, they're not buying this. Maybe I should add something else. Maybe I should start, you know, I'm, doing, I'm great at Facebook advertising. Maybe I should now, I don't know, you know, Google ads or whatever. Very often that makes a lot of sense, but you're just making your business more complicated instead of looking at, hey, how can I fix it in a different way, right? So. I just want to jump in with a comment what you said, because I think there's a lot of really good gold there I want to unpack. For anyone who's listening, especially if you're listening on the How to Scale an Agency podcast and you're not seeing the slides here, you know, Mike was showing how basically, you know, if you close, you know, what we're talking about today is how to get, you know, 60 60 to 70% of your market back and get more clients, right? Just to clarify for everyone, like, if you're closing 30% of the sales calls you take, first of all, that's really good. I know a lot of people here, a lot of agencies I've worked with either don't track their sales conversions or they do, and it's maybe like 10, 20%. Even if it's 30%, that's still 70% of your leads that you're you're paying with time and money to get leads, these leads either way. So all those 70% of the leads, like they're just going out the door and not working with you, right? So just wanted to clarify that bit because what we're talking about here is like is like a new offer. Like what I'm hearing is like this is a downsell where you can recoup those 70% of those leads and get more profit from the same funnel. And uh, I, I love how you said the whole like fixing the problem with the right solution, right? Because I think it's the biggest thing, right? When we When we find a problem in our business, I'm not making enough money. I'm not making enough sales, whatever it is. Most of the time we apply the wrong solution, right? In this case, the wrong solution mm-hmm. is lower your prices, right? Or add right. a new service, right? And this happens all the time because we don't have the direction, right? We don't know what we don't know. And that's why we do podcasts like this and work with, you know, actors like like Mike and I, because you don't know what you don't know. And if you just make the wrong move, you're just going to uh-huh. put a bandaid over something that could actually screw you more, right? So, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for the clarification. And then, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the time we're just asking the wrong question. You know, so we're looking in the wrong direction to fix, and then we go find a solution that's really not a good fix for the problem. Because again, we ask the wrong question about what is the problem, and then we fix the wrong problem. And the problem is, you know, like you said, you know, we're losing 60, 70% of leads, and most of you guys are losing more because the conversion rates are way low, lower on the, on the, from the sale to, from the call to the sale, right? We're scaling operations, we're building this monster, right? Like you sell more, you have to hire more people to, you know, to help you. There's a people like management, you know, uh, managing 50 accounts and talking to the 50 clients and jumping on calls for 50 clients is painful, right? <laughs> it is, right? I mean, it's just, uh, I've been there and thanks, I'm good for that. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you guys all have the same goals, right? More more time, more money, more peace. It, nobody wants to have a stressful life, right? So, and the mistakes, you know, like like we said, and you kind of summarized this very, very well, we're scaling unscalable. Like it's it's just, it's really hard to scale the, the one-on-one, the done for you. And whenever you scale again, you have to scale the operation. So, we're also leaving a lot of money on the table because of the, of the key bucket. So how do we how do we fix that? Well, we have to fix the key bucket. <laughs> we have to fix the key bucket by offering the downsell 
And it sounds so easy, like, oh, you know, tell me something I don't know, I need to have a answer. Yes, but if you have to have the, the proper one and the correct one, I'll show you how to do it. And then we have to leverage the assets and the funnels because what is the biggest problem when people are trying to fix the leaky bucket, again, is the overcomplicate their business. They add to the business. What we want to do, we want to leverage whatever we already have in the business. And to give you an example, you already have the assets, you already have the team, you already have all the frameworks and everything else to deliver your your offer, delivery service to your client. So let's stick to the idea of selling Facebook advertising, right? You do have a team, or you do it yourself, but let's assume you have a team. You do have a team who, who does this. You do have frameworks. You do have SOP, standard operating procedures. You do have all the tools that you use to, to deliver the product or the service, right? You have the Google Sheets and forms that you send to your clients to fill it out as a preparation for onboarding and all those things, you already have that. So what we're doing when we're downselling in this and fixing the decay bucket is we're using and leveraging everything that you already have in the business. So we're not adding complexity to the business. We're leveraging what you already have. So just to comment on that, that's huge, hugely important distinction because Mike, uh, you've probably met so many agency owners, me too, where it's like, they have like eight services, 10 niches, this, that, and they think right. something's not working. So let me just stuff more crap in here, right? But it's like, I'll give you just a really quick story. One of our clients, he. I worked with this guy like a year and a half ago and he just, you know, came back to work together again. He was, you know, typical agency working with lots of different clients, no niche, no really offer, still making money. You can still make money doing that, but then you just, it breaks really soon, right? I had him, you know, basically focus on, hey, let's let's work with DUI lawyers because they're your best clients and let's just offer them Google ads. A year and a half later, he's still doing it. And he told me he can take 20 clients a month or 20 clients at once without an account mm -hmm. manager. It's just him because he's just right. simplified his business so much. Yeah. And that, that basically means like we drew it out and for him to hit a million dollars, he can hit a million dollars a year with like two employees, not even full time and like some contractors. So it's like, it's crazy how powerful this is when you do really simplify your business and stop trying to do so much stuff. So like, I just wanted to add that because I think it's, yeah, people hear this, but it, like, it's, it's really game changing, right? Like, exactly, AJ. I love the story. You guys have to remember there's three kind of dials you can turn in your business to increase your profit. One dial is lower the cost, right? You lower the cost, you keep the prices, you have more profit margin, right? More room in it. That's pretty obvious, but you can all only lower the, your costs so, so much. I mean, there's going to be a, a baseline, right? So the other kind of side of this, the same point is you can increase the price. But again, you can increase the price only so much. I mean, obviously, you know, Google Facebook advertising, again, if you position yourself way above the market, everyone that's say charging, is charging 10K, you're charging $100,000 for something. It's just not a viable decision for the, the business owner to come in and pay you because like if it if there's no return on investment that like nobody will buy your stuff. So you can only increase your prices so high. Right. So you have a limit on the cost and you have a limit on the price. And obviously we want to increase our prices as much as possible, nor our, our costs as much as possible, because that's what will be the profit margins. But again, there are limits. And the third dial, so those are the two dials that usually people are looking at. And it's interesting how some of them are looking at, oh, I want to make more money, so I'm going to lower the prices, which makes zero sense. But <laughs> the third dial is the efficiency. And that's what, you, what you're what you talking about, AJ, right now in the story that you shared, right? If you increase the efficiency, if you can, let's say, onboard a same client, right? Instead of four weeks to two weeks, you just increase your potential of, of landing a new client within the same capacity, within the same cost structure, which is amazing, right? So what we're doing here is we're also increasing the efficiency of our business by leveraging the assets, leveraging the team, leveraging whatever we have, and leveraging our time in a smart way to, to fix the problem. How do we build the leaky bucket? 
The leaky bucket is, like you kind of hinted already, is a downsell offer of moving from done for you to done with you. Instead of selling the Facebook ads, and this is what I discovered in 2016 is the first time, first year when I offered this. I remember sitting in my car in the parking lot, I was taking a, a call from a, from a, with a lead, you know, kind of running to um, side hustles, stuff like that, trying to grow my business. And this was yet another lead. He was like, well, man, this is great, but I don't have $5,000 to pay you. At that point, I was building funnels. And I'm like, I just out of the blue, I was like, what if I taught you how to do this in six weeks and I charged you $1,500? He's like, where do I sell? So I was like, because I already had all the assets. I'm like, I just need to find more people like him and then teach them because I knew working one-on-one with with that person, well, that's not going to help. So what I was like, okay, the next client, the next lead, you know, the same week, I was like, I had the same conversation. I was like, what if I taught you? What if I taught you? And then I had six people in my first round, six people times... $1,500, that's $9,000. Instead of $5,000, instead of six times five, that I would have lost $30,000 if I hadn't lost anyone. Instead, I made $9,000. I was like, okay, well, how do I do this now? And then I I took all the frameworks and everything else, and I just jumped on the call for one hour every week with those six people. And I taught them step-by-step in six weeks how to build funnels themselves. So we're moving from done for you and doing and clicking all the buttons to done with you by showing them how to click the buttons. And the way you sell this to the client, you say, hey, you can either pay us five grand and we can do this for you, or you can pay us 1,500, 2,000, whatever the price one is. And you will have access to the same team, same frameworks, same tools, same SOPs, everything else, and we'll look over your shoulder and tell you what to click. The difference is that we teach you how to do this and you click yourself versus we do this for you and we click it for you. If you don't want to learn this, and obviously $5,000 is your option, if you want to learn this, obviously this is an option, right? Other people will tell you, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to learn. I just want to, you know, have someone do it. But I'm like, yeah, but that's five grand. So, you, you know, the choice is yours, right? Yeah. So that's in a nutshell what we're doing. And again, we're not building anything new. We're just tapping into the existing solution that we have in our business. And I want to walk you through a, a quick kind of exercise. I'll scribble a little bit, but for those who are on the podcast, I'm going to, I'll try to explain and, and AJ, please help me if, if something is not clear, then let me know. Okay. So yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, I think everyone, if you're listening on the podcast, you'll get the gist. And if not, you know, whenever you're done driving or at the gym or whatever you're doing while you're listening to the podcast, you can, you can go to the Facebook group, B2B sales and marketing secrets and watch this in, in slide form, which would be pretty cool too. But yeah, I think, well, you don't get the gist either way. All right. Perfect. So I apologize for the scribbles. I'm a lawyer by profession, an educated lawyer, you know, <laughs> so, this, you know, so there's uh, doctors who have a terrible scribbles, uh, like me. writing. And, yeah. And then my, my handwriting is even worse than this. If you can imagine. Really? Actually, I don't know. Actually, no, yours might be, you know what though? We're probably both equally shit at handwriting. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have three different scenarios, A, B, and C. Let's just go over one scenario. Number one, which is typical approach to selling our product will assume our service is $5,000. Okay. We're assuming $5,000. We're assuming we'll have 10 leads and we're, our close rate is 30%, right? Which is pretty high. Good. Right. So we're closing three leads at $5,000. That means in total, we are making $50,000 on those leads, right? Then you see another column here that says one and lost. We haven't closed seven of those leads. So that means we're losing, we're leaving. 35,000 on the table, right? So seven times five, 35,000, right? This is this corner right here. Our grand total is, well, we are banking $15,000 today, right? Three leads at 5,000, that's it. 
right? And then seven leads just walk away. Now, let's do another, you know, scenario number, uh, scenario, scenario B, which is kind of optimistic, but I just want to get you a little bit excited. So let's say our offer is still $5,000, but also we offer the $2,000 leaky bucket offer here, okay? And just remember, guys, this is the one-time offer. At $2,000, it's not a, a, you know, it's not a retainer, this is a one-time. I'm going to tell you how to even increase it a little bit better in just a few minutes. So again, we have the same 10 leads. Our close rate is, is 30%, so we close three, three leads on our main service. We made $15,000. And then let's say we close everyone else on the $2,000 leaky bucket offer, right? So on top of 15K, we made $14,000 as well. Total is 29,000 versus 15K, right? Now, obviously this assumes we close every single person, you know, every single lead is closed, which is, you know, very, very optimistic. That won't happen. There's going to be a verification and whatnot. There are ways to increase that, that close rate, but this is not the point of this conversation. But anyway, C is more conservative. $5,000 again, $2,000 again, our leaky bucket, same, same stop, 10 leads, three closed, 15,000 made. And in this case, we're closing only three. So we're closing like less than half of those, you know, leads that would not buy from us the main offer, right? So we're making 6,000 bucks. So our total is $21,000 instead of 15K, right? And you might be thinking, well, that's just six grand. But if you put this in perspective, if you keep getting a consistent flow of leads, which AJ can help you guys with, right? If you get, get consistent flow of leads and if you can close three leads on top of everything else a month, you're making $6,000 a month, every single month for 12 months. That is $6,000 times 12. That is $70,000 a year of free money that you would have normally lost. What that means, what can you do with $70,000? Well, you can take it. You can have, you know, go on a nice vacation and do whatever. You can take that as money. You can buy a new BMW, whatever you want. But also, if you want to grow your business, what you can do is think about this. What if I spent this money and hire another media buyer for my agency? That one media buyer can work with what? Eight, 10 accounts, right? Let's assume it's 10 accounts, 10 new accounts, 10 new clients. That one media buyer can work with, with 10 new accounts. Each account is worth to you, again, on your main service, $5,000, right? That means you just increase by selling only three of those, you increase the potential of your business to make $50,000 a month, that's $600,000 a year in potential revenue for your business. Just by selling three leaky bucket offers that are one time. You come in, you or your team teach once a week someone how to do whatever, you know, the result is for $2,000. So the $2,000 all of a sudden turns you to $600,000 into potential of your business. You increase the potential. I'm not saying you always start to make that money because you have to sell those leads, you have to do all those things but you have the potential to work and make $600,000 more per year just by doing this stupid little thing. The agencies that do the best and grow the most are the ones that have excellent offers, great marketing, and great sales systems. Now, the customer acquisition process can be really hard to master. There's a lot that goes into generating leads, closing deals, building a sales team. Especially since our industry is so competitive and there's so many agencies and freelancers out there, it makes it really hard to stand out and grow and win you know, the clients that you want. Now, fortunately, we've created a free Facebook community with trainings, weekly live sessions, and tons of really valuable networking opportunities with six, seven, and eight-figure agency owners. You can find it here on Facebook at B2B Sales and Marketing Secrets. So right now, go to Facebook, do a search and type in B2B sales and marketing secrets. Or you can just add me on Facebook, AJ Casada, and find a link on my profile. 
There's also a free mini course inside on how to generate more leads, close more deals, and scale your agency. I highly recommend you join. It'll only take one minute. And if you ever need any questions or need advice, just email me at aj at revenueboost.net. So again, if you ever want to drop me a question, email me at aj at revenueboost.net. I love helping agencies and sharing ideas about how they can grow further. And again, go join our free Facebook community, guys. It's so valuable. We have great trainings in there, great posts, and tons and tons of content that we don't normally share with the public. So go to the Facebook group right now, B2B Sales and Marketing Secrets. Drop me a message once you're in there. I love to connect with our community members and check out the video trainings and the free course we have inside. See you there. Now back to the show. That's amazing. I mean, what I love about this is like, yeah, so, you know, it's funny, you know, working with a lot of agency owners to help them get leads through all the outbound stuff that we do, LinkedIn cold email. You know, I like, I hear this all the time. I just need more leads, AJ, and the rest of my business will be solved. And it's never like that, right? And that's, you probably know this better than anyone, right? It's like, it, there's so much of the, because, you know, yeah, you could double your leads, but if your sales process isn't efficient, then that means the only option to get more clients is just spending more time and money to get more leads, right? Which is not where you want to be. And that's going to be more expensive and harder at scale, right? There's so many ways to optimize the sales process. And usually the obvious ones is increase the closing rate, get better at sales, do sales training, yada, yada, which is really important too. But what I'm hearing here is like a totally just new angle on it, which is like have a have a downsell where they're, they're, they're presented both right away. And yeah, just to run through the math for everyone who's listening like on a podcast or maybe you're on Facebook, but you're not really watching, you're cleaning your house or whatever. Just to do that math again, it's like, okay, so it, simply we just had 10 leads and three of them would close on the $5,000 offer. But if we got another three to close on this downsell, that's, you know, 72K. And that 72K, not only is that more money, but 72K could be invested in your business to open up another 600K over the year or in so many other scenarios, right? So it's like hmm. really cool thing about this because this is just pure profit, right? I always think about it as well. Like, yes, I, you know, I love getting more leads. I love, you know, getting more calls. But at the end of the day, it's how much money are you making from those calls and how much is that benefiting your business, right? And there's more than just one way to make the sales process more efficient. It's not just about, you know, getting better at closing and becoming like a master of objections, which helps too. But the, what what this is what you're doing here is just having an offer for people who honestly would have loved an offer like this. And it's like, it's, yeah. this can be done in like a couple hours, I'd imagine, just creating it. Like you just need the idea, right? Like that's what's awesome about it. Is. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and I've worked with so many of you guys marketing agencies that are like, oh, but how do I do this? That like, it's not, it's not a complicated, I don't want to kind of downplay my role in helping them, but it's just not that complicated. You just guys are overthinking this. What's interesting here as well is that it's kind of silly not to offer those people anything, you know, like they're on the call with you already and they tell you, Hey, I love what you do. I just don't have the money. And then like, okay, but like, you know, it's kind of silly. It's not that again, you have to rethink or, you know, uh, reinvent the wheel from the scratch. No, you, again, you're tapping into the existing frameworks and SOPs in your team that already exists in your business. And what do you need? You need to kind of carve out an hour or two per week to make those, you know, $6,000 per month more. Right. So it's the return on that investment of your time investment is massive. Right. So again, going back to our, you know, initial discussion of product market fit, you know, you have a product, you know, there's an audience. It's just what you're trying to find is, is a different price point and a different modality. Because again, we talked, we said, well, we don't, we don't want to lower the price, obviously. But in this case, we're lowering the, we can lower the price because the way we deliver this product is a group setting. Right. And you tap into an existing uh, frameworks. So we return on that and on time, you know, delivering that service is way, way higher than, than you would think. Right. So we're not lowering the price of your existing product. We're offering a completely different solution. 
right? We're offering a solution in a completely different channel or modality, I call it, right? So yeah. you teach people instead of clicking the buttons for them. Makes perfect sense. And I think that that's such a key part of it because it's like, you don't need to do extra work. Everyone listening to this, you know, or watching this, you already have this offer sitting in your business. You have multiple offers, right? And, and if you're not sure, just think about your client journey. Think about what happens from when a new client comes in for my done for you services to when they offboard. Okay, well, you have systems and templates and processes around a lot of that. If you don't, you need that anyway, so you can scale and not become like a burnt out freelancer, right? So it's like, what I'm hearing here is, yeah, like, just take the stuff you already have and just splinter that off, right? You're basically repurposing what you already do in a different way that's more attractive to a certain part of your market. So yeah, I love it. Exactly. And that's the beauty of it. And I'll share a few case studies with you guys as well, you know, and kind of going back to why this is so practical is because you are leveraging your, not only your frameworks, not only your team, but also you are kind of scaling your time because you move from working one-on-one with clients to working one too many, right? So the same hour of my time that I'm here on this podcast, if I had other people, and this is why, you know, podcasts is amazingly, you know, that's a great leverage, right? We record this once and then hundreds of people listen to this over over time, right? So that's your massive leverage, right? You kind of, you scale your time. You spend an hour here, then a lot of people will listen to this. Same with your leaky bucket offer, right? Instead of working one-on-one for 2,000 dollars, you can work with five people at the same time. And, and trust me, I've, I've been doing this since 2016. It's absolutely doable to work with people with five, 10 people on a call and guide them through the frameworks and guide them through what they need to do. Because you're not teaching them on the call. The call is not there to teach them. The call is to support them and do it like, you know, Q&A sessions and help them from your experience and expertise to apply the knowledge that they're learning on the back end. There's different ways to do that. There's modular, there's this and that, linear, all that stuff. There's, you know, different ways to do it, but that's the whole gist of it. So you're not only, you're leveraging not only your framework, but you're scaling your time, which is freaking exciting. So what I wanted to do is kind of, some of you might be like, well, again, you know, you guys told us that, you know, which shouldn't be. You know, when you downsell, right, you will sell more. And you guys tell us, hey, when you sell more, you'll have more clients. When you have more clients, you have more work. Well, not really in this case. In this case, it's kind of, I could easily work with 20, 50 clients a day in a group setting program because you just kind of break them down into uh, subgroups. And I had a client from the UK who actually had a massively successful group program teaching how to do Facebook ads. And she had 30 clients. And then, so she had three different cohorts for, you know, 10 clients each call, three calls per, per in one day, in one, on Monday. You know, so she spent three hours on a call and then three hours kind of supporting them on Slack, whatever, a week. That's six hours of her work for 30 clients, each paying without $2,000. That's massive. She completely closed up her other uh, business, right? So don't be scared about downselling, you know, out of the fear of like, oh, then I need to put more work in. No, if you structure this properly, you will not need to put more work in. So let's go into maybe some more math in terms of what you can do more with this. Because I told you guys that this is the one-time offer. The leaky bucket is one-time offer, right? It's $2,000 one-time offer, but this is not the end, right? We can make, we can increase the potential of, uh, of our business to $600,000 by doing that, but this is not the end. What we can also do is something that we call a, an upgrade. So I can pull up my calculator, but I'm just kind of conscious of people who are on the, on the podcast. I don't know if, you can, if they can follow that, but the idea behind the upgrade is this. The leaky bucket, when you plug in the leaky bucket, you tell your client, okay, we're going to teach you how to do Facebook ads for $2,000 in six to eight weeks. That's usually what it takes, six to 12, actually, the typical kind of leaky bucket offer or the, the time frame for it. 
So after, and then after those six to 12 weeks, they are happy to see the results and stuff like that. And then we offer them something else. We say, hey, what if we kind of, we kept handfolding you and offered you an upgrade and took you to another level of doing Facebook ads with us as I've done with you, right? And you kind of keep the consulting ball rolling with them, right? So they pay you $2,000. So now you say, hey, you know, you're scaling your your your, your e-com or whatever you're, you're doing, you're scaling your e-com store. It's amazing the world, you, you'll learn so much. What if we upgraded you? What if we took you to another level? What if, you know, we now helped you going from $20,000 to $100,000 a month? Would that be something that's interesting to you? And what's happening here, the upgrade, the ascension, in the program means that they pay you to go back from one one time $2,000 to pay you retainer. And that could be your service or that can be consulting as well, right? So what I do, I don't do the service itself. I keep consulting for people. I tell them, hey, you now have the group program in your business. What if I took this student program from $20,000 or 10, 10K that you made to $100,000 per month? Would that be something interesting? And for them, it's again, no brainer for two reasons. Reason number one, they made money on you. They trust you. They see that it works, right? And you know they're making ten or twenty thousand dollars a month. So now they can actually afford to work with you on a retainer basis, right? So it's the trust that they built with you, and it's the money that they make. Now they're in a position where there's no objection of money, and you can go back and sell them the initial offer, right? So you basically prepared their business to be ready for your main solution, which is the five thousand dollars per month. Yeah, that's amazing. I think um, we need to just have more conversation in the agency and marketing world about LTV. Everyone's just looking for like the one night stand. And especially since, you know, like everyone, you know, the the whole $100 million offer book came out and everyone's just trying to like charge the highest price, have the coolest guarantee. And like, you don't build a business on like high one-off sales. I mean, you can, but it's stressful. Like I, I've done it and like you, you need LTV. You need clients that are gonna stick with you for years and years and years, just because it just makes everything easier. It means you can spend more money on marketing, there's just so many things that work out better when you have clients for the long term, and it ju- it just starts with this. It just starts with thinking about the long term plan. So I'm here from you, Mike. Is like, look, like you you want to have a plan for these clients, and and the the leaky bucket downsell strategy plays into that because you're basically selecting clients and kind of training them and getting them ready to work with you for the long run because you're doing like a, a low price service that's going to help them get some quick wins, and then they're going to be able to work with you for like a yearly retainer or a consultancy or whatever it is. So. Yeah, absolutely love that because like, yeah, we, we need to all be thinking more long-term about the client journey. It's not just about getting the sale, it's about getting a client who's gonna be worth, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 to you over time. Or even more. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's the point, like a lot of people will look at it, they're like, well, you know, when you sell, and guys, I think we discussed this, we touched on this in the last podcast as well, in terms of like, you know, locking people into longer term contracts. That's so, so important. And, you know, the, the reason why we offer the leaky bucket as one time offer it in six, you know, to 12 weeks program is because we want, we have this end goal in our mind of I'm not gonna just make money on these people here. I want to get them ready to work with us long term and take them to the next step, right? Or next, take them to the next level, right? So that is the idea behind it. And, while you do it, you make money as well. Some of them will drop. It's pretty popular, not popular, pretty common that 60, around 60% would just completely say, well, thank you so much, I appreciate your help. I paid you $2,000, that's it. Now 60% will say that. But then there's the remaining 40%. And out of the remaining 40, usually 20% of those, all everyone who will buy your leaky bucket offer will say, I want something more, you know? And so we do a lot of calculations on this and it's massively, massively, profitable when you do that. Just think about, you know, out of 10 people, you know, two people 
all of a sudden tell you, hey, we want to work with you at five, ten thousand dollars per month because now we're ready. Because now we made the money, we make those money, we make that money on what you taught us. We can do it ourselves. Now we can invest that money in you and then completely outsource this or completely, you know, or we want you to hold our hand to take us to the next level. So again, it's like you said, it's thinking with the with the goal and outcome in mind and getting all everything, all the assets and the business work for us from that perspective. So one of the most common problems, because you guys, I'm hoping you, you're excited right now, but like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, take the Mickey bucket. So, you know, some problems or mistakes that uh, you guys are making. So it's usually the overcomplication. You guys overcomplicate the delivery, you overcomplicate your programs, you add too many costs and this and that, like, it's just this fracture, it's just terrible. I recently hired a few consultants myself, just wanted to kind of upscale myself in a few areas. It was just terrible experience from that perspective. So. A lot of our complication make make it simple, make it easy for people to consume. There's this curse that we have of like, oh, I want to teach them everything. No, 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 no. You need to teach them everything that they need and nothing more, nothing less to go from step step A to step B. You know, usually it's just massively overcomplicated. There's just you know, but the structure, you guys are undercharging. Some of you will charge, you know, sixty seven dollars for something, or whatever. You're not gonna make money on this, so you make sure to do some calculations. I do have a calculator for you guys to to kind of play with the numbers if you want. Your delivery is bad. You're relying on a coach. This is a massively problem. You're relying on yourself as a coach versus on the frameworks and models. So I do have a group coaching programs, group consulting programs, and my clients are getting results not because of I because of me being on a call. No, they're getting results because they follow my frameworks, and I am on the call to help them, guide them through some you know uh, questions, ideas, and help them apply the knowledge to their specific situation. So I'm not teaching them every single thing that I know. No, my frameworks, my models, my SOPs do that for me, right? And this is a very difficult bit as well because you have to dump everything you have in your head onto paper, onto something that is replicable. That's not easy to do, 100%. But once you yeah. do it, AJ, you're in a you know completely different time zone than I am. If you have a framework that can I can follow step by step how to set things up, I don't need direct access to you. I just need this one hour of like, hey, buddy, like, how do I do this? What about this? How do I handle this one, right? But I do understand the framework. I have implemented the framework. I can follow it. I can implement it. And then I don't need you every day, right? So that's that's yeah. a massive problem. What people do, people make this massive mistake is they will build a program that relies fully on them. And that will burn them out because you as a coach have to be there every single day. You have to answer all the questions. It's like you have to be there, you know, for every single call. That is not how you're supposed to be done. Absolutely. Now we're getting more into, okay, I want to create some kind of coaching down with you, consultancy offer, try it out, but how do I structure, right? How do I make sure they're not just always asking me questions, right? I went through the same thing when I heard it was when we started coaching agencies and our, you know, lead gen sales processes, same thing. I, I did have a course on, but I, I would always just answer whatever they need on the call. And now it's evolved to like, look, go to this part of the course first, then do this exercise and come to the call. Well, how do you, right? That, that's a huge difference because now like, yeah, I'm in Vietnam. I'm offline when most of my clients are awake. But they have, been, they have everything they need and then they have a scheduled time with me to get help if they need it. So I think, yeah, that's really important for everyone. And even if it's painful to create the SOPs, the templates, like you have it for life and you could even sell that later as a product by itself. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm uh, really glad you brought that up in the presentation here because yep. otherwise you could just totally do this the wrong way and burn out like I did. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know what, once you have the frameworks and SOPs and everything else, even if you're not doing a leaky bucket offer, what you should be doing is to how you can leverage actually those documents is that whenever you onboard a new you know new hire a new staff member you just give this to them 
you don't have to spend that time on training them. You're just like, hey, little CFA Mark, can you go through those documents and ask me any questions after you have reviewed them, right? And that will massively, again, release the time or like, you know, free up your time because that's something that is very, very important for you guys who are running the show, right? You want to get as out of delivery as possible so that you can work on the business instead of in the business. I know it just sounds cliche, but like that is that is the whole point. Like you you want to remove yourself from clicking the buttons to ask other people to click the buttons for you, right? And so how do you do that? Well, you hire people. And then when you hire them, you guys know how painful that might be. They ask questions, they didn't know how they didn't deliver the, the same way. Usually they don't deliver the same results that you do because they don't have the experience that you do, right? So how do you do that? Well, you have to train them. How do you train them? You can train them through the frameworks and the SOPs and everything else, right? So again, we're talking about tapping into the existing documents. So if you have the documents to onboard your your stuff on how to do things, you can use, also use the same documents, tap into the same documents when you teach your clients how to do the same thing, right? Which is the, where the leaky bucket is, right? So again, we are tapping into the existing frameworks. Everyone listening to this is probably already sitting on a gold mine of information that they could just repackage and, and basically resell it for format. So yeah, I love it. The value ladder approach, pretty obvious and well known. The value ladder approach is where you know you sold sixty-seven dollars and then to ninety-seven and two thousand and fifty thousand, whatever. That's not about it. The leaky bucket is not about the value ladder approach. You're not trying to upsell or downsell people. Things that you are trying to fix the problem and have the product market fit, right? So it's not about like selling two thousand and then selling five thousand. If someone comes to you and you know is ready for the five thousand dollars per month, you will not go down and say, "Oh, buy the leaky bucket fresh," right? So this is not a value ladder approach. This is more of a like having ready when you jump on a call, have two options ready. One is the service for five thousand dollars. The other one is the opportunity of like, "Hey, you don't, you're not a good fit for the service. We have another thing for you." It's like you go to the you know car shop and you know, they're like, "Oh, you know, I want to get the you know BMW seven, but I don't have the money." Well, we have the three. <laughs> Right. So yeah, you don't have that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have the smaller if you don't have the smaller bottle, you're gonna lose the client, right? And they're gonna go somewhere else. Right. So it's better to offer them something smaller. Yeah, and it's funny if you funny about the example is if you go to a BMW I, I love by the way thinking about these real world physical business examples like brick and mortar yeah. because I feel like sometimes this online stuff we, we we view it as like different than the real world, but it's just it's just business, right? So these sometimes mm. these real world uh, brick and mortar businesses illustrate these concepts pretty well. So like imagine you go to a BMW dealership and they're like, Okay, it's gonna be fifty grand. And you're like, well, I don't have 50 grand. Can you take 25? Imagine the salesperson was like, sure, just take it. That would never happen. But that's what a lot of people are doing with their agency, right? Yeah. But yeah. It's funny because I use the same analogy. I was like, no, people tell me, well, okay, well, go buy Kia. I don't know. Like, it's just like, go somewhere else. Yeah, we don't have a, we don't have an offer for you. Then. But like, also, if people are coming in and they're like, I need a car and I have $25,000 and you don't have a $25,000 car, then it also, you are leaving that money on the table, right? So yeah, you I'm not saying you have a $25,000 car for them. Exactly. Yeah. In case of BMW, they can maybe build a $25,000 car, it would be massively expensive, all those things. But do you already have all the pieces that you can kind of put together and deliver that lower priced product for the client? Right? So it's not that you have to create and, you know, do all the R&D and, you know, develop and whatnot. No, just take the SOP, take the framework, schedule a call with client, find four other clients, have at least five, you know, have at least five, pay you $2,000 per month. Spend an hour with them on a call, an hour with them on a Slack per week. I'm telling you, I promise you, people will not be asking you questions. You, if you give them proper framework, if you give them proper exercises, if you structure everything properly, they will not have too many questions a week. So you spend two hours and you make a week and you make 10 grand per month. And I'm not kind of, this is not a fairy tale. This is not like, oh, up in the clouds. No, this is a, the battle tested 
I'm giving you examples of like what happens in the actual real world with my clients myself and how you can structure your business to make this amount of money of spending, you know, two hours per week. It's absolutely possible because you already are getting leads anyway. So it's just tapping into and kind of capturing them and offering them something that they are willing to pay for, right? So another mistake that a lot of you guys will make is just not focusing on the monthly recurring revenue, which is a massive mistake. You look like your AJ said, you look just at one time and that's it. No, you have to look at the MR and monthly recurring revenue. You have to focus on, on the upgrade. You have to focus on how do I take them now, the PD ones, how do I take them from here to staying with me to increase the LTV, lifetime value of the client, of the customer, but how do I increase that? What do I do to have them with me for long term? Right. So that's another uh, mistake. And yeah, we're here to help. That's the final um, slide. I did not show the more complicated, advanced calculator. Again, uh, just being cautious of people who are listening in. But I'm happy to share that calculator where you can calculate all the steps from hey, people are coming in. This is my you know leaky bucket offer for 2000. This is how many people are going to upgrade this, how many people are dropping off and all that stuff. And that will show you exactly how many the clients you would have to work with, how what would be your profitability and all that other stuff. So if anyone is interested, I'm happy to, to share that as well. Yeah, appreciate you uh, gifting the community with that and the, and the podcast listeners. I'd say, um, yeah, if you're listening to this on the podcast, we can link it down below and options to connect with Mike. If you're in the Facebook group, just comment calculator and we will make sure to get it to you. And if you're not in the Facebook group, come to the B2B Sales Market Secrets Facebook groups because you can hear these expert interviews live before they go out, get first dibs, get free stuff, see my, me and Mike's beautiful bases and slides and all that fun stuff too. This was awesome, man. I, I have one uh, final question about the uh, training. So yeah, this is first of all, super timely because all of a sudden over the last few months, I've had a lot of people that have come to me at saying that they want to transition from agency to consultancy or coaching because they've seen me do that. You've done that too, right? So I mean, you've both done this. And I've, all of a sudden, I've had more people doing that recently or wanted to do that recently. And I noticed this usually like it's kind of the natural evolution. You go from, you go to higher leverage opportunities, right? You go, you know, you see this all the time. You start an agency or maybe you started like some shitty corporate job, right? Or maybe a good one, but if you were lucky, but you start a corporate job and you go on your own, you start freelancing. Then you go from freelancer to agency. And then you usually go from agency to like still agency, maybe like consultancy coaching. And then the higher from there, usually people will go on to like build a SaaS or a product or like a high leverage, like high risk thing, right? So that's kind of the natural progression anyway. But if you're in that stage where you do want to start, you know, you have a lot of expertise, you want to start monetizing your time better, like this is the perfect thing to do, regardless of like leaky bucket. I think the leaky bucket is the perfect first way to start, but regardless of the, the leaky bucket downsell, it's like, this is an amazing direction to go just because you get so much more return on your time, so much more freedom. And yeah, I love it, man. This was an awesome presentation. The, the question I had for you was, and I think the audience might be wondering this too, is when you're selling this on a sales call, are you presenting both or are you presenting your high ticket offer? And if they say no, or it's pricing, you eliminate the money objection with this after, like, are you just kind of pulling it out here and there or? Yeah, good question. And it really depends on what you want to push and how would you calculate? How would you forecast? What What is the most important uh, piece for you? Like I completely transitioned from, as you know, from marketing to consulting and group consulting, because I have found even though marketing agency was a higher ticket offer for me, in the end, the return on investment of my time was way higher on that end as well. So I decided to completely move out of the delivery of the of the marketing services. So depends on your strategy. If your strategy and, and you want to kind of keep delivering the service as a marketing agency, and that is the first role of negotiation. Always ask for, for what you really want. Like always ask for the highest, best option thing, right? So you do that. If they say no, then you go a little bit, then you negotiate down. Right. So you, I wouldn't say, oh, take this for 5,000, take this for 2,000. Right. 
you can confuse your clients, right? You can confuse your leads, confuse mine doesn't buy, right? So I would offer them whatever is your main best offer. And in your case, that might be the 2000 instead of 5000 It might be because every business is different. Every forecast is different. Every plan is different. Every strategy is different. But if your ultimate goal is to make, you know, take, have more $5,000 per month clients on your main service, then offer that. And if you hear the objection and you cannot close that, you know, fix that objection with anything else that you're, you know, throwing at you, you're throwing at them, they're like, they'll be like, hey, listen, what if, what if we cut this price in half? And you still, so 2002 and a half, this case, right? And I would actually do this, hey, AJ, so what if, what if you, what if I offered you this? What if you had access to the same team, same framework, same SOPs, same models, same results, but it may, the only difference would be you are pressing the button on me and I cut the price in half. Yeah, that's hard to say no to. That's good framing right there. It's, any, it's any, prospect when you, any prospect when you hear cut the price in half, that's like, yeah, what, what is this? Yeah, that's... that's you went cool. from $5,000 to $2,500 and you offer the same approach, access to the same team, same framework, same model, same results, da 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 The difference is that you learn and you do this yourself. We teach you, we show you how to do it instead of us doing that for you, right? So that's how I would do it again. Ask yourself, what is my goal? Am I trying to sell more of the main product or am I trying to go to the group? Cons- am I transitioning to the group consulting, group coaching at this point? And I want to work more in that group setting versus one-on-one. If that is your case, and I will say, you know what? We have that $5,000, but I think the better option for you would be to $2,500. The reason why I do that, right? So you kind of say the same thing. You still position yourself like, hey, we have the 5K, but I think the better option for you is this, right? So yeah. I love it. And honestly, a lot, a lot of, a lot of business owners, they actually do want to learn it themselves. They do want to be capable. They don't always want to be, you know, like there's always a risk when you hire an agency, because even if it works, you're stuck with them. And that that's, that's something you don't control. Right. So a lot of the, a lot of your prospects would actually maybe prefer to have it in house. Right. Great stuff, man. For everyone listening, um, we're, Mike's going to, we're going to link the calculator below if you want to play around with it. And if you're in the Facebook group, just comment calculator, we'll post it below and send it to you. But yeah, you guys can connect with Mike on LinkedIn as well, or Facebook. I'll put his information below. And um, thanks again for the for coming on, Mike. This was a really awesome, uh, really awesome training. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening and tell us what you think. It really motivates us a lot to make more episodes and helps us out a ton with getting the show out there. Now, if you're trying to grow and get more clients and you'd like me and my team to help you come up with a personalized growth strategy for your agency, we can help. Head over to revenueboost.net slash contact and you can book a growth call with my team. This will be a one-on-one call and we'll show you what's working right now when it comes to generating leads, booking calls, and acquiring clients at scale. And you can learn about our programs where we can work with you to help your agency scale and get you more dream clients. Again, head over to revenueboost.net slash contact and see you on the next episode.